News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Well, welcome to the Luke Messias Show, guys. We have three different things we're going to cover for you this week. We're going to start out by talking about a coalition of actual true rhino traders that are finally showing their true colors. And we're going to talk about our lessons learned from their actions over the last week or two. We're then going to talk about the latest statewide polling. There are two statewide polls that are not good news for Democrats at all. And we're going to talk about that. And then we're also going to um, just discuss a, another drag show that's on its way. But this one is a little different than ones I've seen in the past. And so I'll tell you the specific difference of that as well. First and foremost, we have a group of people that we have called rhinos for a long time. And that is Kel Seliger out of Amarillo. That is Glenn Whitley, the county judge of Tarrant County. That is Betsy Price, the barely maybe a Republican mayor of Fort Worth. Like everyone call her like the Republican mayor of the biggest city in Texas that's a Republican city. And this, for the last several years, I mean, when I say last several years, I'm talking about since like 2012. So this is a decade ago. I have been telling people and many of my friends have been telling people, people who listen to this podcast have been telling other people that these guys are not Republicans. And they would take different positions at times. And we go, yeah, but that's because they're not a Republican. There is no loyalty that they have to any Republican ideas or ideals. And over the last several weeks, what we have seen is that they have now come out and said that they're voting against Dan Patrick. We're going to get into this in the polling. They're voting against Dan Patrick. That is the only uh, Democrat who they have really uh, said that they're, you know, jumping on board with. And so they have not come out against any of the other Republican statewides. And then there's a lot of rumblings behind them crossing over. And and Betsy Price even went uh, to the extent that, um, uh, you know, went to the extent to say that she's probably crossing the ballot on several other races. And so there's this implication like it's not going to be one race. It could be several races that I actually vote Democrat on. Here's the thing. I'm telling you 10 years ago, eight years ago, six years ago, I have been in meetings where Republican elected officials are told, hey, what does Betsy Price think about this? Hey, you know, Glenn Whitley's not on board with this candidate. I'm just not sure if he's really got what it takes to win in November. Hey, you really need to get their, their kind of money guy for those guys is a guy named D. Kelly. His dad was a huge um, influencer, donor in Tarrant County. And y'all remember Tarrant County has more significance because it's the largest red county in America. This is one of the last remaining large county strongholds that we have. So with that being the case, I have been told for, I mean, literally the last decade, what does D. Kelly think? And are he and Betsy on board with this idea? Are they on board with this candidate? Are they on board with this group? And look, they hold a lot of power. And these are things that you'll get told by other senators, other state representatives, other PACs. It's constant. 
constant. So now they're all coming out saying, hey, we actually think it's okay if we have a Democrat lieutenant governor. A lieutenant governor who doesn't know how many genders there are, who's okay with sexually mutilating children, who is completely okay with abortion, a far left guy. And their, their attempt to say maybe he's not uh, as bad is like he worked for an oil and, oil and gas company. Like that's literally what they have. This guy worked for an oil and gas company, so he can't be too bad. He's basically a Marxist that has formerly worked for an oil and gas company. It's pretty middle of the road to me. That is middle of the road by these guys' definition, which, by the way, is middle of the road if you're not a Republican, which they're not. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because you have to understand that we have for far too long allowed uh, real Republicans to be swayed by these people. And this is why I have for the last 10 years been trying to push them down in the opinions of Texans is because these people cannot hold influence over where we go. And the reason they're now coming out and saying, I'm going to vote for Mike Collier is because they are losing their influence. They're not getting to decide who gets elected, what policies get passed, what agenda we have. But if they could, they would, and they have in the past. So the good news is they're jumping ship because they know they've lost control of the ship. Amen. That's awesome. But the other thing is that we have to make sure that all of the other people that are just like them, that are very quietly actually being smart about wielding their power and influence, are called out. So I feel justified, vindicated in the sense that these rhinos are actually showing like, yeah, I really want to empower these Marxist Democrats. That's fine. We need to make sure they don't win. And here's the good news. And this is going to get us into polling. Okay. So the rhino coalition, okay. D Kelly being the money guy, Glenn Whitley, Betsy Price in Tarrant County, Kel Seliger out in Amarillo, they've decided they're backing Mike Collier for lieutenant governor. That's the one person they're taking aim at. This Dan Patrick guy, according to them, is way too far right. He's crazy. We're going to back this middle-of-the-road Democrat. So what has that done in the last two polls that have come out? You might think what we've been told is basically the more middle-of-the-road you are, the better right? This is the lie that the establishment tells us every election cycle. Hey, the more electable person is the boring middle of the road moderate. Okay. And so that should mean that Dan Patrick, who's like the really far right conservative, when I say far right conservative, I don't think he's far right. I just think he's right conservative, but it, by the left's definition, he's far right. So that guy should be doing the worst, right? That's what he should be doing. Well, he's actually polling better. Then he, Greg Abbott, he's polling better than the rest of the statewide ticket. He's leading the ticket right now. Dan Patrick is leading the state ticket in Texas. Why? Because Republicans like the statewide leader who actually has a conservative agenda and is willing to drive it forward. That's why. We have... The uh, Texas Politics Project, University of Texas, came out with a poll August 28th to September 6th, okay? And in that poll, 
You have Dan Patrick leading the candidates at 7% over Mike Collier, Greg Abbott at 5% over Beto O'Rourke, and that's in line with Ken Paxton, who's 5% over Garza, his opponent. And then we come in this morning and see that the Dallas Morning News and the University of Texas Tyler has an even more recent poll, September 6th to the 13th. And by the way, this is a registered voter poll. So here's what you need to understand. Registered voter polls are less accurate than likely voter polls, but people who want Democrats to look better do registered voter polls. And then they just poll people, even people they know are not going to vote. And Democrats have a lot of, like if you're a bum who's registered to vote and hangs out at your house, you've been registered to vote for decades, never have gone to the ballot once, just like take 30 minutes to go during early voting and just punch your ticket, never done that, you're probably kind of a bum, Okay. And it shouldn't surprise you that like bums are more likely to vote Democrat. So if you do registered voters instead of people who actually participate, you get a more Democrat-friendly poll. And even in the Democrat-friendly poll, we have Greg Abbott at 9%. So his lead goes from 5% to 9%. Dan Patrick goes from 7 to 11. 7 to 11. Still over Greg Abbott. This is the guy who all the rhinos are telling you we're crossing over for. We're going to go vote. I might vote for Greg Abbott. I might vote for other Republicans, but I'm voting for Mike Collier. And guess what? They Their move and all the press they've gotten and the TV interviews they've done and the radio shows they've gotten on, when you go and poll everyday voters, Dan Patrick is still leading the ticket. That should tell you something. It should also give us more ammunition to refute the lies that these moderates continue to feed, which is you need middle-of-the-road candidates to actually be more viable in November. It's not true. It never has been. It never will be. And we have to silence that opinion. That is a way of them neutering the Republican Party. That is one of their tactics they've used. And there are people, there are people that, I know that believe what I believe that still think, well, you, you know, that guy's probably more electable in November. He's pretty boring. And that's just not ever shown itself to be the case. Remember, I mean, John McCain and Mitt Romney were about as middle of the road boring as you could get. And they lost. Donald Trump shows up, takes it by storm. So these polls are very encouraging and should encourage conservatives to know that the people that align with you more often are actually doing better when it comes to their prospects of winning in November. So more people should do what Dan Patrick has done. That's the takeaway. Last but not least, we have a new drag show that's been announced. So Texas Scorecard has been doing a great job reporting on drag shows. And if you want to know when these new drag shows come up, where they can be protested, you need to know that. And here's the thing. We have already seen a number of drag shows across Texas ended because protesters actually stepped up in a meaningful way and shut them down. That's great. So stay in, if you keep reading Texas scorecard, you're going to see more and more of these stories. So if you want to know like, well, I need to know if something like pops up in my neighborhood and I need to call my pastor and get some other people riled up about this, then keep reading the scorecard. But we have a new drag show in Corpus Christi. And it has been announced it's going to be a Christmas drag show, okay? 
And I mean, the posters, like a bunch of men dressed like women, elves and women, you know, Christmas winter fairies and stuff. I mean, it's pretty sick, depraved, perverse stuff. But uh, in the course of this, <laughs> here is their way they let us know that children could come. So a lot of these drag shows, you know, it's kind of like when they tell you you can bring your kids, they let you know that it's going to be kid-friendly. So they'll say, this is a kid-friendly drag show. And what that implies is that there are non-kid-friendly drag show versions, right? Like, we are we expect for our performers to exhibit some sort of self-control that they wouldn't otherwise exhibit if it was just a bunch of adults in the room. So that's what you mostly see. Don't worry, it's, it's kid-friendly. This one's okay. But not in Corpus Christi. Here's how they inform parents that they could bring their kids. They said... All ages welcome. But remember, this is a drag show. So things will be getting a little naughty. That is absolutely crazy that you would actually advertise. Like in the sentence that says you can bring your kids, you let them know, full disclaimer, things are getting naughty up in here. That's what they said. So... Understand that this is what we are up against. When we call people groomers, when we say you need to stop sexualizing Texas children, we are not opposing a group of people that really just have a slightly different view of what's okay. And then, you know, our look, we're, we're, we're kid-friendly. We just are kind of open to experimenting with different ideas. Uh-uh. They will admit that what they are doing is naughty. And I guess, I mean, like, I could just Google right now naughty definition, right? Like, let's just look at what's the definition of naughty. I don't know if I'm going to want to read this, but disobedient, badly behaved, mildly rude or indecent, typically related to sex. That's the definition. So, like, imagine saying, hey, bring your kids, but just know this is going to be it's, we're, we're planning on exhibiting bad behavior and doing some mildly ruder and decent things in regards to sex. Like, imagine that statement coming out. You'd be like, what? What? Why are you? I don't even want to be there. I don't want to bring my kids there. So this is what we're up against. This is why we need to continue to speak out. This is why the comptroller needs to actually do something and get around to finding this gay bar in Dallas who crossed the line. Anyways, I know none of y'all are going to go to the Corpus Christi show, and that's a good thing. If you know people in Corpus Christi, you should send them information about it, and I'm sure Scorecard will be putting a story out here pretty soon on it. And so you'll be able to share that and tell people this is something that you should talk about. Pastors should be preaching about this from the pulpit in November saying this cannot happen. People should be calling the mayor's office and calling anybody, the economic development. The, we need the Chamber of Commerce in Corpus Christi to say this is just going to hurt our local economy. We need to end this thing. We've got to stop the madness, and it starts here in Texas. We are not letting it happen. We will not let it happen. And I'm grateful that so many of you are standing up, and that's why we are seeing several of these drag shows canceled.
Some continue to go on, but some get canceled. And that is where you have men and women who are courageous standing up and fighting it. So look in your area, step up, push back, because we're seeing real results. Have a great week. God bless you. And God bless the great state of Texas. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messias Show. This program is brought to you by Scorecard Media. Check out texasscorecard.com to read up on all things Texas. Scorecard Media has other podcasts as well. Yeah, they're not as good as this one, but you should still check them out. Honestly, though, visit texasscorecard.com to see all the content they're producing on a daily basis. If you'd like our podcast to grow, please consider subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review. That helps others find the content we're producing. Thank you. God bless you, and God bless Texas.